surrogate psychological savant successfully searching serial slaughterer's cerebellums. We watched It Invaded, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you, as always, is me, your host, producer, Weave of All Trades, and recurring dashing villain of the mind, PJ. And me, Jennifer Lopez, from the hit classic from uh, from 2000, The Cell, Skylar. And joining us today, the rookie with a clear mind, Lauren. Hello, everyone. I'm back for the last episode this month. I'm excited. That was the worst intro yet. You're I fired. I know. I couldn't think of anything related to anything in this Have you never had a title. psychology class? Listen, you're about to hear some really embarrassing things about me. So, <laughs> Me, a psychology major. <laughs> All right, well, if that of the episode title wasn't enough of a hit, this week we are watching It Invaded as we finish up Detective Month and celebrate our one-year anniversary. Yay! Aww. Happy one year, you two. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well- <laughs> wow. That's okay. He reacted the same way on our wedding anniversary. I was like, ah, Yikes. yeah, whatever. Five I guess years. if you say so. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Doja Cat. <laughs> All right, well, Lauren, why don't you tell me, based on the name alone, what did you think this anime was going to be about? Um, I wasn't wrong when I said that you're going to learn something embarrassing about me. I read this as ID invaded, not id. That's what I based my entire <laughs> That's not a bad assumption. assumption. <laughs> like, it's both, it's capitalized, you it's know? true, which is why I was like, what do you mean psychological? Oh, id, Freud, got it. That went over my head. <laughs> Do you think it was just, you know, I'll let you say it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So based on the title, um, this was going to be, obviously, this is what it's going to be about. Uh, an ID center or like a DMV, and they've been compromised by someone on the inside. They were double crossed. And so now all of these like real IDs are out there and they're being used to do really bad things out in the world. And so now our heroes have to go and like get them back and they're fighting against the person who made the bad ideas from the beginning it's a whole thing i don't want to get too deep into it we're going to see episodes you know i feel like you just don't have more than that <laughs> i feel like that is a pretty good plot so you're welcome <laughs> i like the idea that ids have this much power like i use my id so rarely in my day-to-day life well, not necessarily okay yeah yeah you go your whole life could be stolen if someone takes your id and they are skillful with uh, assets and skills. There's so many like <laughs> qualifiers. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So this, uh, this, uh, the DMV, the D in DMV stands for drama anime. Right. Right. Obviously. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic movie video. <laughs> Is there a DMV for that? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, DMV. <laughs> Is there a DMV? This is, like, for that. this is our spinoff. Uh, we need a license from uh, Jingle Makers. We need to partner with them to license the AMV theme to the DMV and make buku bucks off of that. <laughs> I'm so excited. Regardless, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change? Or were you like, yes, this very intense DMV thriller? No, it is a very intense DMV thriller. However, I was very excited. I did not realize Groot was going to be a part of this anime. That little tree. Look at him. What? There's a tree. There's like a tree thing and it's Groot. 
I need to bring up Not the poster. Not me going back to the poster being like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> me too. I was like, what? Instantly. No, that's the first thing I saw. I was like, look at people. Oh my God, a tree. That's Groot, obviously. I didn't realize this was an MCU crossover. Is it literally just br- the branches that are coming from his head? I think so. Oh, all, okay. All trees are Groot. All trees are Groot. All trees are Groot. That's tree racism? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a racism? <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't say that. I said this this tree is Groot. Yeah, that's a racism. Yeah, again, that's a racism. <laughs> you don't see the little face? I don't know. That's like when everyone calls any like cute Hispanic guy with glasses at work PJ cuz it happens like five different times. Yeah. I do remember those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since you are convinced of your DMV theory, mm-hmm, as we go through mm-hmm. the character design, I'm going to need you to tell me what job they have at the DMV. I'm so, I mean, it's like the ID center slash DMV right. slash Well, still, security we've all place. seen the ID center at work. They all do slightly different things. Yeah, they, they all have do. specializations. Yeah. So uh, why don't we start with this older man with glasses? So he is the mentor figure. He's retired. He used to run the the ID center slash DMV place, but he has since retired, but he's now being called in for his years and years of expertise. So yeah, he isn't officially like on the docket, but he has so much knowledge about how the process works that he knows how to like get the bad guy, you know? He is 100% gonna die based on that description. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about the redheaded woman. She is our girl who goes out into the field. She's the one who like runs in and there she's physically stopping these criminals. She's the one who's like fighting and she's rough and she's tough and she's partners with the main boy, the big, the big face boy, the one that the has big the, face, boy. the one that has the largest <laughs> Rocky Dennis from Mass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the woman with the flower hair clip. The woman with the flower hair clip. She's our tech whiz. She can do like crazy things with computers and all kinds of technology. She's kind of introverted, but she's wicked, wicked smart. And she is like creating all of these whoa, new whoa, whoa, symptoms. Whoa, 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 Lord. What? Wicked smart. It's oh, wicked smart. I was going to say wicked smart. I'm going to let you guys say that. <laughs> yeah, PJ explained the reference. I, I don't think there's a reference that needs to be explained. It's Boston. It's Boston. It's Boston. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> so there tell me more about this wicked smart gal. This wicked smart. She, because uh, it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, because he's from Boston, Skyler. Yeah, and Goodwill Hunting, which is set in Boston. Skyler. Yes. <laughs> It's all connected. No, no. I've cracked Boston's it. Boston's the key. It's all, oh my God. It's all Boston. It's all related to Matt Damon. The ID centers in Boston. There you go. See? So Matt Damon's going to dub one of these characters, obviously. Anyway, uh, yeah, no. So she's Wigget Smart and. She's able to create like new technology within the ID system to try and invalidate the ones that are be u- being used for crimes and stuff. Okay, now tell me about this black-haired man. The black-haired man. He is the new one, the new boss for the ID center, and he's really trying to like live up to the the mentor slash old boss that's come in to be a consultant. But you know he can't lead by the old man style he has to lead by his style that's going to be his journey in this anime but yeah no he's he's competent he's good at his job he's just trying to be someone else you know right, tell me right. about the woman standing on the scarf 
the woman standing on the scarf. Ah, yes. That little girl on the right. She's our ghost because every building needs a good ghost, you know? And that's her. She's our little... She's just there for, like, every flavor. Every building needs hey, a good ghost. Our exactly. building has a ghost. His name is Jacob, has- but it's still a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> a former no. guest of the podcast, Jacob, is a ghost. Fun fact. <laughs> That's why his audio was so bad in the Fooly Cooly episode. <laughs> Straight up just dead. It was a seance. That's actually it really impressive. It was the impressive. first ever podcast seance oh to do God. an anime podcast of all things. <laughs> For Fooly Cooly. They were like, you can do this once. Who are you going to do it with? You, you know, there's so many unsolved crimes mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And they were like, um, can we bring Jacob, the wishes building ghost, to uh, to do Fooly Cooly? <laughs> And they were like, absolutely, here you go. We got two ghosts, a ghost cat and ghost Jacob. There you go. And this little ghost girl who, uh, she doesn't really serve a lot of um, purpose to the ID center, but she knows a lot of history about the town because she died like a little bit ago. So she's like, oh, I know that person. I know that person, you know. They're for more of the aesthetic than anything else. Okay. Okay. So she's like helping them. Yeah, she helps them, but she's also like, you know, she's a ghost. She's dead. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the focal point, our spiky redhead. Spiky redhead. Our big front and center boy, that's our protagonist. Um, he takes his job very seriously, and he is taking it really personally that someone was able to infiltrate their ID center DMV place and was able to manipulate them like this. So he is going to stop at nothing to get this per- to take down this person and to get the bad IDs back and to get everything back the way it's supposed to be so is the implication that one of these people is a manipulator i said the person in the far back like sitting down in that weird chair thing i think that's just spiky redhead oh is that just spiky redhead i did not realize that oh yeah his head is just pointed down oh or is forward i mean i see it now maybe you've just spoiled the entire show for yourself oh my god God, the and now boy. you know that spiky redhead. He's leading the investigation against himself for uh, for the the person making the fake real IDs, which are in <gasps> itself of oxymoron. But he is actually the one doing it. So at every turn, he's derailing them. Oh my god, that got way more intense, and I'm so into this. See, when you first said ID invaded, I didn't go DMV. I was like, oh, she's going to talk about like an. Ins- an extreme intelligent agency that has detectives and then the fact that they have stolen IDs, like they have access to like endless personal information. Oh, that's a I <laughs> I like Lawrence better. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but the way I went was I thought it was just gonna be about identity theft, which I guess it kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. But yeah. like from government officials, PJ. It's dangerous. I cannot wait because you know the opening scene of this anime would be one of them before whoever's like the rookie mm-hmm. on the team would be like a beat cop before they get uh like recruited to join the big investigation. Right, of course. And they'd stop someone using one of the fake IDs and they'd be like, this isn't a real ID. This is a fake ID. Ooh, <laughs> roll credits, opening number. And then because they were able to figure it out, they get recruited. But like that joke would be in the first five minutes and that character would be played by Will Smith circa Men in Black 1. <laughs> and then for our international um, listeners... Our IDs out here are called real IDs. Do you guys have international listeners? Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's so cool. We have like a, a somewhat following in like Germany and Belgium. 
It could not tell you why, but thanks, Germany thanks, guys. and Belgium. Hi, we've we've been to Germany. Big fans. We also have a random like like we'll randomly get like one listener from like Brazil and one listener from Japan, and I'm like, wow, you must be really disappointed, Japanese listeners. <laughs> this is <laughs> quite sorry a disappointment. About this. And you know, and you know, in honor of all of them for our anniversary, why don't we take a quick break to uh, watch episodes one and two of It Invaded, uh, or I guess ID Invaded? Maybe I'm the wrong one here. <laughs> yeah, right? you know, maybe uh, I'm the right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds like you're stuttering trying to say innovated like yes. it just sounds like you can't say it correctly it invaded <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll uh we'll take a quick break watch episodes one and two of it id invaded and get lauren's thoughts so stay tuned <laughs> All right, we're back and we watch episodes one and two of Id Invaded. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? This was the most out-of-the-box anime I have ever seen. I would, yeah, it's pretty out there. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I did enjoy it, but I had to pay very close attention the entire time because I was like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what's happening. Okay, now I get it. It was kind of like watching Inception for the first time where you're just kind of like taking it all in. A lot of people compare episode one and two specifically episode one and two to like a Christopher Nolan film. I would absolutely agree with that because I could not look away for a second. I had to com- I had to just focus in. Yeah. If you like stop paying attention for two seconds while watching like, you know, uh, Inter- Interstellar or Inception. <laughs> yeah. You're, you miss the entire plot. It's over. That is very accurate. And yeah. that's I, that's how I felt watching this. Like I never really have to rewind while watching stuff to be mm-hmm. like, wait, what happened? The amount of times I rewound like 10 or 20 seconds while watching this was a lot. A lot. Yes. Because I was like, oh, God, I think I missed something. And so yeah, every time. Yes. Wow. Agreed. Sorry. My psychology degree prepared me for this. I didn't have to rewind once. I super just believe that Skylar missed very important power points, but just did not notice. I did not. <laughs> I promise. Probably. Skylar's just sitting here like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I really... It's like my ego is taking over. <laughs> Whatever. Your super ego is taking over now. Oh, no. Well, uh, before we get into the id ego and the super ego conversation, let's get through some housekeeping. So It Invaded is an original anime directed by A. Aoki, produced by Studio NAZ for Tokyo MX, then ran from January to March of 2020 for 13 episodes. Alongside It Invaded, there was also an original net animation, which is kind of like the new version of OVAs where they are released online as opposed to home video, titled Id indeed that ran concurrently with a series for 12 episodes and is you guessed it a chibi version of this anime (laughs) so the anime didn't begin to (laughs) skylar enjoying that (laughs) so the anime you know what yeah you know i'll say for all the animes that have chibi versions i think this maybe is the weirdest one in my opinion i was gonna say like listen i love chibi this does not fit the vibe. Yeah, a lot of times it's just like this very interesting shonen that has like serious or tones like Attack on Titan or Naruto and you make it chibi. But this is like, what about the serial killer murder show? <laughs> make it chibi. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, so the anime didn't begin to release until January of 2020. A sequel manga series began production around the same time. And given just their production timelines, it ended up actually releasing before the first episode ever did. Oh, no. And it ran from October 2019 to November 2020 for three volumes in Young Ace magazine titled It Invaded Break Broken. With that, let's jump into episode one and two. Uh, in episode one, Sakaido wakes up and discovers that he is in pieces. He screams but realizes that he feels no pain. 
He questions his surroundings as he reassembles himself minus some sections of his arm. He stretches his arm to connect a section of the house to another and meets Keiru. Seeing her corpse reminds him that he is a great detective and that he must solve the mystery of Keiru's death. Using his powers, he meets a group of people living in this idwell as a family. He soon realizes that the serial killer is hiding inside of Keiru's corpse, and after an encounter with John Walker, he's able to help the investigation team discover Tamatsu Fukuda's location and arrest him. Sakaido so comes across a strange person in the perforator's idwell known as John Walker, but knocks him out before he says anything. Walker is a mysterious man who came in contact with several serial killers prior to their killing sprees. Togo and Hayasuda deduce Walker might be a serial killer creator, entering the minds of individuals and convincing them to kill. Meanwhile, Honamachi awakens after being kidnapped by the perforator strapped to a table in his lair. She purposefully has the perforator drill into her head to create a new idwell for Sakado to investigate, leading to the perforator's capture and Hondamachi's rescue. And that's a very condensed version of episode one and two. Super condensed. <laughs> yeah, again, it's kind of like a blink and you'll miss it, but it's almost like blink and you won't understand what happens, you know? Oh, absolutely. I completely agree. I I did enjoy myself. And the more you figure out what's going on, I was like, oh, I get it. This is a super cool concept. I'm so here for it. But for a good chunk of this, I was like, I literally don't know what is happening right now. Uh, but we do have to talk about the elephant in the room, which Skylar already addressed, which is this is just a ripoff of the cell. The reason why I had no problem following this is because I have seen the classic suspense thriller made in 2000 with Jennifer Lopez, The Cell. It's one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies. Not so guilty, definitely pleasure. It's great. I mean, this sounds just a good movie. It doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. Oh, it it got panned. Oh, really? Yeah. I like the cell. What? It, I mean, it, it didn't get like panned. Panned. It has a forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a like, eh. That's still an F. That's not how you should grade things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's in my report. Fifty percent is the middle of the road. That's my opinion. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Below the middle of the road, but. But basically, like, have you heard of the cell, Lauren? I have not. This is the first time I've heard of it. It is essentially Jennifer Lopez is a social worker who is essentially put into like this virtual reality simulation of a serial killer's mind to try to like like find out where his victims are or something like that. Skylar, you can uh, share a little bit more. They need to find a victim. They can't find her. And they're like, you know what? We have this technology. Let's put Jennifer Lopez into the mind of the serial killer. And she has to like traverse different chambers of his subconscious to try to find, you know, like basically talk to him and be like, hey, you want to tell me will you hit this little girl? And it's one of the most visually stunning movies of all time. The costume work, immaculate. I might just need to watch it just for that. And for Skylar's spot on JLo impression. <laughs> no, oh, I honestly love this movie so much. I would watch it. I did enjoy this anime and I now see how they are you guys, the same. It all comes together. Does Everything it? is Matt Damon. Matt Damon's best friend is Ben Affleck. And who is Ben Affleck dating at the time of the cell and currently dating again right now? Oh my God, JLo. Jennifer Lopez, star of the cell. Everything leads back to Matt Damon. Everything is Wicked Matt smart. Damon. <laughs> the born identity. I- oh <laughs> my I- God. <laughs> the born ID oh my entity. Gosh. De-inva- ident- ID entity invaded. There you there go. go. 
<laughs> that's that's oh, the title gosh. of this episode. <laughs> but okay, so to actually talk about this anime, uh, I have so many mixed mixed opinions about different things that were done. The art is like not great. It's ugly. It's so ugly. The eyes, I was like, oh no, this is so ugly. The hair is bad too. Yeah, I wasn't super into the style. It was also something that I like complained a lot to myself while like getting through these two episodes is like for such, I guess it's not fair because I am comparing it to the Jennifer Lopez 2000 classic. Um, <laughs> which is literally so visually stunning and saturated. And like all the colors in this are so muted and so flat. Yeah, and it's just bland. like you're inside a serial killer's mind. You could do like anything and it looks so blase. But I think the point isn't that you're like inside his mind and you're going to look inside his like hellscape. It's just. You're thinking what his world, you're looking at his worldview. And like, yeah, it, that's why it's just the fractured thing. But I honestly thought that was really cool. I yeah. really like the structure of the first two episodes with like the fractured world Agreed. Um, inside of the lobotomite's head. Yeah, no, I, I liked mean, how he was able to pull it together and like the lobotomite. And I wasn't... love that scene. Can we say I love that scene when he's like Spider-Man and through the world and that like putting was it together? Super cool. <laughs> yes. I thought that was the coolest part of the whole episode visually. Definitely when he was just pulling it all together and like running down the street. And then it like left the silhouette of like the logo of the shop. It was really sick. That was that was super, super cool. Yes. No. All of it looked hella cool inside. I just I just wanted more color. I wanted it to look a little bit mm-hmm. more dimensional. I get it. I yeah, get absolutely. It, for sure. It was it was flat, you know. But as much as I think like their use of color wasn't great and their just art direction isn't great, mm-hmm. just their ideas with visuals are really good. Yeah, agreed. Like uh, the visual when the perforator slides himself out of Karu's corpse. So cool. That was yeah. sick. That was so cool. So I thought I totally thought that was gonna be like, oh, that's what he thinks uh, he looks like. No, that's what he looks like in real life mm-hmm. not yeah. not the split apart part but you know like the lobotomy and the burns and stuff yeah i was just like oh that's that's his inside voice or inside person <laughs> <laughs> and then you see him outside and you're like oh god you he's still bad yeah, yeah. and i'm torn in like a very real way about how i feel about the costume design in this anime in what way uh, just because some of the outfits are so not that good, and some of the outfits are like really sick. So which ones like, did I you really like? like? I really like Sakaido's outfit. Right. He has the coolest outfit uh, when he's when he is the inside the mind master detective. Absolutely agree. And I really like John Walker's outfit. Oh, oh yeah, he was so cool. He had a look going, Mr. And it was Blurry working. Face. And obviously yes. they leave like a very interesting cliff. You know, they leave you on a very interesting cliffhanger that like John Walker is creating serial killers mm-hmm. by leaving himself in people's brains and it's like ooh that poses like this very interesting so question of like do these people are these people responsible for their actions if someone can implant like themselves in their subconscious thing. exactly mm-hmm. it it asks a lot of really good questions but then everyone else's outfits are so boring yeah well, well i mean it's they a work procedural. for an agency right yeah but exactly. see that's the thing i would agree if it wasn't for hondamachi having a more interesting look okay okay yeah, she did look different from everybody else, but I think that was part of her character, you know? She stands out. It's it's that flower clip. 
I guess I also want mm-hmm. them to play into this situation more. I guess, okay, that's what I'll say. I want them to play into the situation more. Like, if the anime is going to be like, look at this super intense, high-tech, futuristic, like, id well that we are all, like, having, like, you know, transparent screens to look around. Why are we still dressed in, like, New York beat cops, you know? Uh, it's not the Boston Because they're walking here. Why are they're we dressing walking. like Boston detectives <laughs> from, like, Law & Order ID Invaded? Right, right. <laughs> we all remember that show yeah no i can i can see that it was not as exciting costume wise as other animes that we've well, watched like, and i guess it just wanted to be as exciting as its concept right that's fair yeah it doesn't match the i don't know what i'm trying to say it's like if like, you were watching like something like naruto right where they're all ninjas in this like village full of su- super powered ninjas and they were all just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and you're like yeah but they're like teenagers that's what teenagers wear and i'm like yeah i get that I wanted to talk about the, was it, the Mizu, the Mizu Hanome? Is that how you say it? It's the machine that they use to trace, like, oh. the killer particle, or the yeah, cognition the particle. You are so bad at saying Japanese words for someone that watches so much anime. The Mizu Hanome. No, it's just uh, Mizu Hanome, right? Yeah, no, you're adding, you're adding an extra, like, syllable. It's like me with the new Nasha. <laughs> But I was, well, also, that's really the least important thing. I thought you were talking about the wakamusubi. The the machine that oh, determines yeah, yeah. if the you were going to kill someone? So, obviously, um, you have the Mizuhanaume, Mizu which is, like, the core. That's, like, the, the like central intelligence that is able to kind of create the idwells. Right. The um, wakamusubi is the radar gun, essentially, that... That's like, what I meant. ...is able to... <laughs> test for a person's intent to kill yeah yes. i didn't care about the other thing i like the the radar thing that's the thing I meant. well i mean they're all connected it's all um it's all matt damon it well yes it's all matt damon but <laughs> the mizu hanume is like um kind of what is able to tie everything together it's almost kind of like and again, I've only seen a little bit supplemental outside of the episode one and two, but like I, I think basically like the way that it works, um, it's like one central system that is able to do everything that they're doing, whether that's power the id, whether that's power the id wells, or uh, power the wakamasubi to be able to read cognition particles to then feed into the Mizuhanamoiko. It's all one kind of thing. It's their Jarvis. But it's not an artificial intelligence. It's almost and it's almost the way they were kind of talking about the episode end of episode two is like they don't even super control it. Like they kinda mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna find out that they like discovered it or what's going on with it, right? Right. But yeah. I just like that they could be like thought particles right here. Murderous thought particles. We could build a well. Murderous thought particles. No, that's literally it though. Like well, yeah. yeah. But again, because of the Mizuhaname core. No, and what I like is he's already in the well, and when they, it like updated the well, basically, mm-hmm. when they found mm-hmm. the thought particles. Well, and that's why Homegirl let herself get drilled in okay, the head. Okay, but because she, she did it to herself, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he was going to do it anyway, but she was the one who like forced him to do it. So was that, was it picking up on her thought particles then, do you think? Yeah, so, because the the Wakumasubi picks up on intent 
to kill, whether that's yourself or someone else. Mm. But it only does it from a place of like I don't know how it picks it up because she kind of talks about it with the with the detect with the like task force guy when he's like, oh, like does it pick up that I want to kill this serial killer? And she's like, no, that's like different because uh, yeah. like you're doing that based off like a sense of duty and responsibility, but like that's not how a serial killer sees it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean. But also, like, meeting that serial killer, it's very, like, this is a sense and duty to him. So it is very interesting. I think when a serial killer, I mean, obviously, this is, like, a larger conversation about serial killers. I think serial killers are driven almost to do the things that they do Mm -hmm. from something within themselves. John Walker. Whatever that is, it's John Walker for all serial killers. John Wayne, you know, go back, John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, it's all been John Walker this whole time. Johnny Walker Blue. <laughs> Johnny Walker, Texas Ranger. John Walker, U.S. agent from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, no. Wow. See, I told you this was an MCU spinoff. <laughs> no, but like based off that, because like what? He's ejected from that, quickly put into her well. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're literally able to track everything just based off the reflection of the last thing that she saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, you know, I'd be really interested as the series goes on, and I'm sure that we get more of it. And, like, I know that we do. So, like, I don't, yeah. Uh, What other killers, you know, subconsciouses are going to look like? Are they going to get more interesting, less interesting? You know, what's it it all about? Yeah, each world looks completely different. So I would be very interested to see what other people's brains look like. Let's talk about how he was, like, murdered in the id well. Oh, yeah, Uh with the, the drill? Yeah, that was intense. It's just so interesting because, again, uh, when he was pulled out, they're like, this must be hard. And he's like, I've been through it. Smokes a cigarette. Not really because he's like, I guess a prisoner. Yeah, he killed people. So he actually, yeah. So, yes, he is a killer. They talk about this at the beginning that they could only have him go in because he has killed so he has like that it's a suicide squad (laughs) it's the suicide squad so like this is like a spoiler not spoiler but like he essentially like killed someone for revenge but also we have like the talk that he like led someone to commit suicide and he's like yeah i've done that five times but also just like a weird jk afterwards like (laughs) i didn't say that couldn't yeah so it's interesting because like you do know that he's a good person, but also like, is he? It's very complicated. Yeah, um, it's not and black and I white. also he's literally um he's literally Brad Pitt in Seven because he was a cop. Oh wait, Seven's been out for a while. If you guys haven't seen it, you know what though? I also don't agree with your thing, so let's just not go there. What? How? Well, I was gonna say he's more like right now the the painting they're painting to you in Episode One and Two is is that he's almost like your Hannibal Lecter, right? Where he's bad, but he's helping them get someone worse the whole point of silence of the lambs is yeah we're trying to track down the serial killer who do we ask but this genius serial killer right and i it's almost kind of what they're doing here but also like it's very clear that you know sakaido isn't well obviously it's like he wasn't a serial killer though he well i was about to say well obviously he's not a serial killer also his name isn't sakaido sakaido Mm -hmm. is who he plays inside the id yeah yeah the detective detective man you know, and obviously it's just that he's such a good detective that even though every time he's in fresh, he's always able to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I think in real life, yes, he has some of the like, Sasevanin, like, oh, cop White who collar. killed out of vengeance thing. 
Yeah, just the the whole like experiencing experiencing death like like that and you feel everything and you know and you wake up and it's just like wow like I don't know it sucks <laughs> the, the fuck it sucks it does yeah that would be really hard but he like <laughs> wants to go in right <laughs> imagine PJ just getting fucking taken out by a Why drill a gigantic <laughs> drill uh that just i don't know why that conversation was so fun to me you know what it's just that sucks man like just <laughs> like we're talking rough, about like, just, it, it, it's 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 super that's rough buddy energy yeah <laughs> damn like damn that that's must be rough, rough bro like damn <laughs> damn damn dog <laughs> sorry sir. yikes wazowski oh no <laughs> yikes to a fucking sticker please all credit to mckenna yeah shout out to mckenna yeah no but i mean i get it right like and the whole point is like he honestly like doesn't care but also you have the weird thing that like so john walker has been in like every mind they've investigated but also the little girl has been in every brain they've investigated yeah and that suicide note's definitely a lie the the point is she's always dead in any reality he goes into or that they go into period but he's the only one that goes in he wants to find out why she killed herself i don't think his daughter killed herself that's the vibe i got i got that she had and that he's like yeah as obviously me and skylar know a teeny bit more about the show lauren Uh, and i actually mean a teeny bit more not in a I don't mean T.T. Bourne in a pretentious way. Like, legitimately, I think we've each only seen, like, a little bit more than you have. I know a little bit more about American Girl dolls than you do, genius. The point is that that's what he sees when he sees it. Like, he sees her, and it reminds him of his daughter. And, like, he's created this bond with this dead girl that's in every reality. Obviously, she's on the poster. Mm-hmm. Alive. The little ghost girl. She is a ghost girl. She is a ghost girl. I mean, I don't know how much this has been done in media clearly it was done in the j-lo film but i really liked the idea of you dive into the serial killer's mind to like find them i thought that was super cool i don't know if that's been done before though you know i don't think it's super common i I think it's a very interesting idea for sure and i mean no i just i feel like i'm trying to think of anything else that has done it and there has to be something else but i i I, if there is something else i haven't seen it my window of experiencing this is just this i thought it was super cool i liked it conceptually and I'll have to watch that J-Lo film now because I like this idea a lot. Okay. Well, honestly, there's just so much going on in It Invaded. Like, I feel like we talked about the big points, but like, there's so much minutia that like, it's just hard to even get through. Like, mm-hmm. again, like you have like, oh, who is John Walker? You have a lot of mysteries that are going to be interesting to find out. But again, it's just, it's so meaty. It's so heavy, which is why it's nice that it has a really good intro and outro so let's talk about the music of it invaded so the opening song is mr fixer by so
Lauren, what did you think of that song? I really liked it. I loved all the variety in like the tempo and all the instruments they brought in. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, I I really liked it. Like I was listening to it and I was like, this is like every time it came on, especially like from because, you know, it did the thing that happens in all these animes where episode one's outro is the general is episode the intro. intro. Yeah, so like yep. even though like I heard it back to back, I was still like, hell yeah, play that shit. <laughs> I felt the same, honestly, because it just went on and played the next episode automatically. And I was like, I would absolutely listen to this again. I would listen to this on repeat for a while. I wouldn't get tired of it. It's yeah. definitely a bop. I really enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I it's it's really good. It's got a really interesting title. I always like because like that's kind of what, you know, Sakaido is supposed to be. I don't know. I like little things like that. All right. Well, let's move on to that outro, which is the other side by Miyavi. Lord, what did you think of that outro? I still enjoyed it. I thought it was very, I liked both of them equally. I don't think I had a clear front runner. I thought they both complimented the show very, very well. I agree slash disagree in so much as I think this is like one of my favorite outros of all time. Like this is it immediately into my top 10 of anime outros. Really? Wow. That's so cool. Top 10? I loved this outro so fucking much. It's better than the anime itself. Oh, it is better than the anime itself. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I like, like, you know, so often, um, the intro is definitely like a little appetizer. This was a fucking meal and I am full. Like it is it was great. It was delicious. I love it. Wouldn't the outro be a dessert? I mean, you could also just have dessert for dinner. I, I feel like well <laughs> I think it dessert is supposed to be like so light, you know? And like it's a good like kind of finish. Dessert's but... supposed to be light. Have you ever had a like rich chocolate? Of course I have. I'm a slut for desserts, PJ. You know this. And maybe you'd have better opinions on dessert. But your oh, opinions on the song God. are great because I agree. This song fucking slaps. It's actually a song that was already out. Like this song is by this artist Miyavi <laughs> in their album and they just really liked it and used it as their outro. Hell yeah. Fucking good. They did it. Which I, I loved it. But I will say, like, as much as I loved both of these songs, and I know you guys are going to be like, oh, <laughs> I had a hard time finding artists for both of them. So that's why I'm excited to talk about this as we jump into our other segment. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, why don't you kick us off with Mr. Fixer? So my intro, I struggled with this for so long, but I finally landed on just the vocals. I s- I said Justin Timberlake. Have you ever listened to Justin Timberlake before? I, Let's talk about I know. this, Lauren. Yep, that's fine. Go ahead. Because <laughs> no, if no, you're going solely me. based on vocals, it makes me wonder, have you ever heard Justin Timberlake sing before? She's Listen, only he heard NSYNC and she just thinks it's like JC Chavez or something. JC yeah, yeah, yeah. Zay, you know, you weirdo. Yeah. No, no, Chavez. JC Chavez. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, no, from, right. from Menudo Sync. <laughs> he gave... I, um, okay, I mean, I, I still get what you're going for. I think he has a vocal 
pattern similar to this. That's that's what I focus on. I know it's not a great choice. I had a really hard time. And even when I picked him, I was like, mm, I don't like I'm it. I'm judging you. And I don't like my choices. So I love it. <laughs> hey, listen, PJ, go. you guys. Yeah. You guys just take this one. Lauren's I really struggled with this one. And I don't love either of my choices. And that's why I'm kind of just going to give you both and say it lands somewhere in the middle of these two bands. So it's somewhere between The Strokes and Hawthorne Heights. Interesting. Okay. I do agree with The Strokes. Now that I hear that, it makes more, much more sense. Um, just edit out my answer. <laughs> I just I just edited in where you said, I do like The Strokes in, in that part. And it just sounds like you picked The Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I had to say their full band name? <laughs> I do like The Strokes is my only choice. It's the only choice. And if anyone says it after me, they're copying me. What about you, PJ? <laughs> I like this. It's between The Strokes and the other one that you said. Was it Heights of the Hawthorne? <laughs> what is that? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, I do Ohio like that choice. for lovers. They do great. Skylar, what about you? You seem like you feel like you've got this in the bag. Yeah, this is 100% Sleeping with Sirens. Uh, yeah, oh. I can hear that. I can hear that for sure. I think that's a good choice. I that literally really high. played like those songs back to back and I was like, I'm fucking right. Voices match up. Vibes match up. I was just like. I would perfect. say voices match up. Vibes? Yeah vibes yeah you i know, think they I'll could play do for it you later babe i agree that they are probably the best choice for this song mm-hmm. outside of so himself but let's move to the outro because i do have like my tale of heartbreak with the outro uh but oh. we'll kick it off with lauren this one i was a little more confident in i said imagine dragons did we listen to the same outro song <laughs> I thought so. I listened to the You know outro what I'll give you? I'll give episode. you the first like 10 seconds of the outro. 100% Imagine Dragons. The entire rest of the outro. Imagine Dragons? This is rap. I don't know if I listened to the same one. Then. I watched the whole thing. This is rap rock. I like you. Thanks. <laughs> We're just being mean to Lauren today. Like, oh, okay, Lauren. What about you, Skylar? So, okay, it's complicated. It's complicated. No, um, the music, <laughs> right when it started, I was like, oh, this is like a more modern Fall Out Boy song, like 100%. Well, yeah, I was, I was thinking Fall Out Panic, I Imagine Dragons, something in like the more pop rock, uh, mm-hmm. like pop arena rock is so, where I was going when it started, the melody. Like literally um, something off their like Amir, uh, Amir, um, American Beauty, American Psycho album, or even the Save Rock and Roll. But the problem I kept having is the voice from fucking The Used matches up to this voice. So it was like the perfect song would be a collaboration between The Used and Fall Out Boy. I feel like both of you did not hear this song. Like, did you guys hear this song? This rap rock song that yeah, played I, in the outro? I mean, I thought I had, but I probably didn't. Listen to fucking the beginning part of like any song from their fucking most modern album from Fall Out Boy. Like, it's the same vibe. Like, you're so actively wrong. There's so many bands you could have gone with that do rap rock. Like, you could have gone like POD or Linkin Park and you went with actively non rap rock bands. 
So then who did you pick, PJ? Well, my first choice was Hollywood Undead. Is that better, PJ? Hollywood Undead is the unfortunately right choice. Did you go with Hollywood Undead? Yes, they're the right choice. I literally chose Hollywood Undead. If you go through my fucking Spotify, it's like the first search. I was just like, yes. I even took fucking screenshots of it so I would remember. I was like, no, I feel like Fall Out Boy hits the mark. It doesn't at all. But Hollywood Undead, unfortunately, does not. Let me tell you why I say unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Because I know a better artist and I cannot for the fucking life of me figure them out. There was a song that came on. There was a song that came on my Daily Mix 3 on Spotify like four months ago. And I remember listening to it and being like, this song is so good i fuck with it hard and i heard it on that daily mix three like a couple more times and i cannot for the life of me remember what it was called who sings it and i can tell you safely securely that i have done hours of research into trying to figure out how to find your every song you've ever played on spotify (laughs) to find (laughs) it i literally went through the process of requesting my personal data from spotify to get this information found out it takes 30 days to get it so i will not get it in time for this episode clearly because here we are but i am haunted by this because the second this intro outro started, I was like, holy shit, it's that song. Like, to a T. Like, you could you could play them next to each other, and it'd be the exact same song. And I'm mad. I'm mad that I can't have that here with us. And this is from someone who remembers everything. I know. Because I was walking through my venue, like, listening to it on repeat, and I was just like, his voice sounds exactly like something else. And this chorus sounds exactly like something else, and I can't figure it out at all i'm very excited to hear what it is when pj gets his spotify data. when i get my spotify data it gives you every song you've ever listened to uh so i will be scouring through it like a fucking detective trying to figure out who the serial killer is i'm gonna go inside it's my spotify's in id. id oh my god uh, it's gosh. on that damon but yeah that is my uh, my traumatic dramatic story of why i am sad that i have to go with a second best choice which is hollywood undead Damn it. That was literally like where I started. And you should have stopped there. You were right. Shouldn't have gone any further. Shouldn't have gone any further. Regardless, uh, I again, love this outro. Love this intro, but I really love this outro. But let's talk about more of what we like and dislike, love and hate about this anime after we've gone through some context, get some additional clips in, and we'll get Lauren's closing thoughts there. So uh, everyone stay tuned and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We saw some additional clips, some additional context, and the trailer for The Cell. Uh, (laughs) Lord, tell me after all that, what do you think of It Invaded? It is so different from the other animes that I've watched, but I am so... It it is. And uh, (laughs) I'm intrigued. (laughs) Can I say, I uh, really appreciated this context that Skylar put together, because I was on the fence leaning towards a disappointment, and that context made me a lot more excited to keep watching. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. I liked the the choices that Skylar made to show us because I was like, oh, this is this is much more interesting. I was already intrigued, but now I'm like getting to a point where it's like, okay, it's only like 12 episodes, right? Maybe I'll yeah. watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 13 episodes. Oh, oh, it's 13. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you through everything you saw end up with a favorite character? I did. And I do not remember their name. It's the the female 
cop. Detective girl? I thought it was like detective girl. Detective girl. Hondamachi. 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 She was my favorite. Yeah, Hondamachi, definitely my favorite as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, The spunkiest in episode one and two. And then uh, you get some really good, interesting Hondamachi clips that we get in the context. context. Just like such a badass. The drill part sold it for me. Yeah. Would she drilled herself? Hell yeah. I'll say the most interesting character is still probably Sakaido. Yes, I would agree. He has the most depth. Yeah, but Hondamachi's definitely best girl. Uh, What about you, Sky? So, like, because of the context clips, like, it was a close-up of the first serial killer guy and her. I did like the perforator. Yes, yes, yes. He was very creepy. Yeah, because it definitely looks, it looks like it goes in the direction of Suicide Squad. It does kind of. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like obviously we feel like this isn't a spoiler. John Walker's kind of clearly your big bad here. So, right. you know, we're leading towards a John Walker encounter. And mm-hmm. we, we can talk about that later. But which one is your favorite of the two, Sky? Oh, her. Hanamachi. Hanamachi's all around. Yeah. Wow. We're all united. Which, that actually reminds me, I didn't mention this, but the story collective that came up with the story is called Detectives United. I did not mention Aww. that in my context. Oh. oh my god, I do remember briefly seeing something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, awesome, we have all of our favorite characters, which for all of us, it's Hanamachi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's time for us to uh, get into Lauren's Idwell. Oh, all right, no. I've, I've plugged in, I'm in the Idwell, and I'm looking around and everything... Everything is really Sherlock Holmes based. It's really mm-hmm. surprising how much is Sherlock Holmes in here. <laughs> is it surprising? And oh, is that is that Stark Tower over there? How's oh, that's no. that's interesting. <laughs> um, okay, I need to wade through this. You know, there's a lot going on. I need to wade through everything. I'm I'm seeing animes here and there. There's the little glimpses because it's so new and mm-hmm. and oh my god, there's there's a room full of all of. Lauren's favorite animes. There's Moriarty the Patriot. There's Inuyasha. There's a face that's blurred, and I can't tell. Is that it invaded? I can't tell. I'll have to ask Lauren myself. Lauren, will you keep watching It Invaded? I absolutely will. It's not that long of a commitment, and I have to see what happens. You know, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, awesome. I love to. You love to see it. Finishing out with a kawaii success. <laughs> I will say, for me personally, up until that context, I was like, nah, kawaii disappointment. Honestly, I was, yeah. I was so excited for this anime, and this is the one that PJ let me choose for it. Based off the trailer, I went, oh, this is the cell. I want to do this anime. (laughs) And then the first two episodes, I was pretty lukewarm, and I was just like, man... And as I like started watching more and going through the context, I was like, it gets better. But mm-hmm. it always kind of rubs me the wrong way when like it just doesn't capture you like in those two first episodes. I will say this is the sure. this is the problem with our podcast format because the widely accepted anime standard is the three episode rule. You have to give an ep- anime three episodes to to get good and we actively rebel against that <laughs> uh so that's kind of on us right but regardless if you yourself were on the fence about it invaded whether based on our previous talks before the break or you watched episodes one and two with us and we're lukewarm i implore you to keep watching it seems really interesting like it really picks up i agree i think it gets better as it goes along but i was 
fairly positive going into recording. I was like, wow, what a way to celebrate a year of Kawaii disappointment with a Kawaii disappointment. I had that line cocked and ready to go. <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm also glad we didn't get there because that means that we finished out Detective Month strong Yay. with four Kawaii successes in the book. You love to see it. But that's not the only thing that we're hoping to round out with a bunch of successes this month. Because now it's time for Is There an AMV for That? AMV Anime Music Videos Is there an AMV for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules, and so does Skylar and I, because we have not seen this anime ahead of uh, recording <gasps> this episode, uh, ahead of Ugh, this. I'm so so we're all going to play today. It's a threefer, uh, first threefer in a long time. But Lauren, you're our guest of honor. Why don't you kick us off? Thank you. Uh, well, based on how our uh, music talks went, I am not confident in my answer. I chose, I feel confident that the artist will be there, not the song, but I chose the song Psycho by Muse. Oh! Already, my brain is like, mm, we're not going to get that many AMVs for this anime, are yeah. we? Oh, really? Yeah. It's fairly new, and it's That's moderately fair. successful, right? Uh, unfortunately, no Muse, no Psycho. That's uh, really a zero points across the book, which I feel might be our trend for the day. Yeah, I don't think oh. mine will be there either. But Skylar, why don't you why don't you punch in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I really went in the Lauren direction, and I went with Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. Oh, hey, <laughs> same vibes. <laughs> no Psycho Killer AMV no for psycho- this yet. anime yet. yet. Oh, Skylar's making it right now. No, wait. Oh. It's being uploaded. She pressed Sorry. it. She pressed publish five seconds ago. So we're just kind of waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally just like a picture show music video. It's like right. not even clips. <laughs> um, PJ, you have one too, right? I'm trying to remember the name of that song. Uh, and I've, I feel like I actually totally know the name, but <laughs> I don't want to say that something this is more the name. modern. Honestly. So my choice is Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish because, you know, it's, it plays around with the idea of like your subconscious and her mind mm-hmm. and it's dark and you have like the voice with like the like, uh, you wouldn't do that. Like very John Walkery. I don't know. Right. That's where I'm going right. to go. Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. PJ, I'm sorry. Kind of, I guess. Uh, just a little bit sorry because you got more points than both me and Lauren. Oh. Billie Eilish, It Invaded, is there. But it's for lovely, not for a where do we go. Honestly, I don't feel lovely fits as much. So, okay, AMV community. But I still like that a lot. It's probably like the memory parts. For sure. Oh, yeah, that would make sense for that port. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, I, you know what? I'll take the two points for sure. That's uh, more than us. Our, our weakest <laughs> showing of the month, unfortunately. Ooh, yeah. uh, but, I mean, let's see if we can make it three. Is, oh, wait. <laughs> is there? An AMV for that. For that. <laughs> All right, you guys. Now it's time for the super secret, not so secret, bonus point. Is there an AMV for id invaded for Evanescence Bring Me to Life? Lauren, what do you think? Just because it's so new, I'm going to say no. Oh, Lauren, you're wrong. There is one. That still gives us the point on the pod, but not the point for Lauren. Not the point for me. Uh, Which means it's three points for me, which means we ended up with three points. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say one of them, 
<laughs> if this was the only one, it would just be a half point. But there is straight up just a Nightcore bring me, uh, bring me to life one, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I thought I found a different one. No, there is. I said if this was the only one that I had found, because I had to search a little bit more to be like, I was, oh, okay. was kind of like, this doesn't count. But it, there it is. came up in my Billie Eilish searching for you. And I was like, <laughs> well, that solves that for me. So yes, Bring Me to Life AMV for Innovated does exist. That is three points. Unfortunately, maybe our weakest showing of the month. But regardless, that doesn't matter because mm-hmm. we all had fun doing it. And that's what matters. We had we made friends along the way. What matters is the ids we invaded along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you got your real ID because that deadline already passed. But outside of that, Lauren, I hope you had a great time uh, on Detective Month as a whole. I did. I hope you guys had fun with me. I've, oh, I I yeah. was just nerding out the whole time. So I, mean, I loved it. I had a great time. I think you're a great guest. Uh, and I'm excited to have you on our very next episode, which will be Death Note. <laughs> For Halloween. Halloween. Yes. But that that said, that all told, I'm glad you had a good time. I hope our listeners had a good time. And I hope they've had a good time for the last year of this podcast. Because when this releases, it will be our exact one year to the date since Demon Slayer released. Happy Aww, anniversary, Kawaii Disappointment. That. How should we celebrate? Uh, We'll celebrate in November. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we are really busy oh can we celebrate november that's when pj gets busy <laughs> oh also i get busy too hopefully not we'll celebrate sometime in november because right now work is a nightmare place that said we hope you guys had a fun time we had a fun time we hope that this year has been a fun time but until next time and while we start what will ostensibly be season two of the Kawhi disappointment podcast wow <laughs> Wow! We hope your wait isn't a quiet disappointment. I have been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you next year. Actually, it's just next month. See you next year to, uh, you know, subjectively. All right, bye. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Pod. On Facebook, you can also find the official Kawaii Disappointment group where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website, kawaiidesupod.com, for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. <laughs>